Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. What up, everybody? Welcome to episode 361, I believe, of the podcast. In this episode, here's what I talk about. I talk about ways you can build better abs. We have a question that was sent in about building better abs, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, I feel it's needed. A lot of people screw up their ab routines, um, and I think abs have, or at least ab exercises, have not been represented well. So I would like to clear the air on that and give you guys some helpful tips to um, create flatter stomachs, more defined stomachs, and stronger cores. All right, so we're going to be talking about that here uh, today. Next thing, if you want to submit a question, you want to submit a question to have answered here on the show, just like this individual did, you can do that on Instagram. So that's how all of these, well, not all of these episodes, but most of them um, are decided. I want to make sure that I am giving you guys information that applies to you in your life. And the best way for me to do that is by taking questions that apply to you in your life. So I'm answering your questions here on the show. If you have a question that you want to submit, you can do that on Instagram. My story is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. I answer questions there on my story on Sundays. You'll see that little box that says and answer. It says ask me a question. Uh, I'll uh, answer your question there in the story as well as here on the show. So that's your green light to submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions uh, as you would like. Now, if you're someone that wants to build a faster metabolism, which I don't see why you wouldn't, it makes fat loss a whole hell of a lot easier. We have the Eat More, Get Leaner ebook for you. So this is a, a very comprehensive ebook on how to tangibly build a faster metabolism step by step, implementing calorie intake and uh, resistance training in order to increase the amount of calories that your body burns at rest. Because the more calories you can burn at rest, the easier fat loss is going to be. This is also a great way to support what I'm doing here on the show. So if you enjoy the content that I make and you would like to show your support for that because you've gotten valuable information out of it, it's helped you in some way, that would be a great way to do that. So you can get that ebook to build a faster metabolism at pullmanfitness.com slash store. That's P-O-E-H-L M-A-N-N fitness.com slash store. Now, if you want more accountability, you want to walk alongside like-minded people in your health and fitness journey, you're someone that's committed, wants to build a faster metabolism, wants to pursue health, and wants to do all those things and reach your goals and transform your body, all while enjoying the finer things in life. If you resonate with that description right there, what I want you to do is I want you to get on Instagram, send me a message, and say, that's me. What I'll do is I'll send you an invite to our private Facebook group so you can get more valuable content that will help you along your health and fitness journey. So message me on Instagram with that's me and I will send you that link. Lastly, if you want more free resources, we have plenty of articles and free guides available for you at pullmanfitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. Today's question from the Instagram story is from Amy Wolfgram. And the question is, I took progress pictures and noticed muscle in my abs. Hey, nice work. I love it. Tips on progressing that. What can you do to progress your ab muscles? So the abs, <clears throat> which often is forgotten, they are a muscle group just like any other muscle group in your body. Okay. That means they need to be trained like any other muscle group in your body. 
And what I mean by that is this. They need to have challenging resistance. They need to have resistance applied to them to fight against in order to increase their strength threshold and increase the lean mass on those abs. Imagine if, so let's just talk about how abs are trained right now. Hey, I want you to do 100 crunches at the end of your workout. I want you to hold a plank for five minutes, okay? That's basically how abs are treated. Oh, I, I can easily do 10, so I need to make sure I do 50 to 100. Imagine if you did the same thing with your biceps. You wanted to get bigger biceps. And so you just curled the air, your fist. You just curled your fist 50 to 100 times quickly. Do you think that's the best way to develop your, your, your biceps? Probably not, right? So the question is, why in the world would you do the same thing for your abs? Now, I don't know if there's a clear answer for that, but I think one of the reasons, I, I speculate that one of the reasons is because we've idolized the burn that we feel in our abs and we've associated that with results. So if I'm doing 10 and it's not challenging and I'm not feeling a burn, I need to do 50. That way I can feel the burn and know that it's working. But the truth is that's not the case. The abs respond to resistance just like any other muscle group does. So you need to apply resistance to those muscles. Now, there are a few different ways you can do that. One would obviously be using weighted machinery, cables, um, uh, crunch machines, things like that to apply more resistance to the movement, more resistance to the ab muscles. However, there are easier ways, less complicated ways to use your body weight to apply resistance. Now, I think this is one area where people get, <clears throat> excuse me, very confused as they think that resistance training is only weights, but it's not. Resistance training is resistance training. If you are applying some sort of resistance to the muscles, something will happen. Now, there are cases where your body weight isn't enough, and so you need to use weights to apply more resistance. You need to use weights and cables to apply more resistance. You need to use bands to apply more resistance. But the truth of the matter is with abs, you can already do a lot with just your body weight to apply more resistance, okay? So we need to apply resistance. The second thing that I want to address is the fact that everybody does their ab exercises completely wrong, okay? The abs are designed, and what I want to do is <clears throat> after describing the resistance like I just did and the correct movement, I want to describe a few different movements to you that you can use with these two tactics, okay? So the second thing that we're talking about is proper technique. The ab muscles are designed to bring your ribs closer to your pelvis and your pelvis closer to your ribs. So as you're, you're listening and as you're, you're listening to this, whether you're standing, sitting, laying down, whatever it may be, I want you to focus on bringing your ribs closer to your pelvis. Like just try to do that. You'll notice that that makes your back round. Okay, you're going to round your back in order to do that. That's a cause of your ribs coming closer to your pelvis and pelvis coming closer to your ribs. That's how it should work. So then why in the world do we do sit-ups and keep our back straight and go super fast and just use our hip flexors? I don't know. But when we don't use our ab muscles properly and we're focused on getting all the way up and all the way down, instead of flexing and contracting our abs, what we end up doing is we're bringing too much hip flexor into the equation. We end up hinging at our hips instead of contracting our abs. And as a result of hinging at the hips, we use our hip flexors far more than we would use our abs. That's the where the mistake is made. So I just gave you a good example. Let's just go through a common uh, a sit-up here, a crunch even. You're laying down on the ground. Okay, your feet are on the floor, knees are bent, <clears throat> feet are flat in the form. Either have your hands in front of you, at your chest, behind your head, whatever it may be. 
What I want you to try to do is bring each vertebrae off the ground as slowly as you possibly can, starting at your neck or the bottom of your neck. So that one comes up, next one comes up, you get to your middle of the back, next one comes up, next one comes up. You'll notice that you're slowly curling your back off the ground and your abs are solely responsible for that. Once you get to that maximum state where you can't crunch in anymore because your abs are all the way contracted and they literally can't contract anymore, you'll notice that you're only in a crunch position. And in order to get yourself up to the full sit-up, you'll probably need to use your hip flexors. Now, that doesn't mean that crunches are good and sit-ups are bad, but in my opinion, if you apply crunches correctly, there is no need for a full sit-up, especially if you're going to use your hip flexors to accomplish it. So as you're coming up, slowly curl your spine, slowly bring each vertebrae off the ground. As you come down, slowly add each vertebrae off the, or onto the ground. As you slowly go down, starting with your lower back, you'll notice that your back starts straight laying down. It slowly curls up because your ribs are uh, coming closer to your pelvis. And then it will slowly come down because your ribs are going further away from your pelvis and it will slowly uncurl. So it curls and uncurls. Okay. So that's how we need to be able to do ab exercises properly. Now, there are other couple of other cues that help. Tucking your tailbone in, okay, is one that will help um, a lot. So don't arch your back. Don't stick your tailbone out. Tuck your tailbone in, okay, like a scared dog, like you're tucking your tail between your legs. That will help command your abs to do a lot more work as well. Now, let's try to apply this to ab exercises that have more resistance. One of my favorites is the physio ball crunch. This is one of my favorites of all time, in my opinion, one of the most underrated ab exercises in the world. You're sitting on a physio ball. <clears throat> you have your feet underneath some sort of anchor just to keep them from flying up. Stabilize yourself a little bit. And you're going to do the same thing you did with that laying down crunch that I just described. Except this one, you're starting up. You're starting sitting up. So you're going to slowly, you're going to tuck that tailbone in. You're going to slowly uncurl your spine as you go down. You'll notice your abs are still flexing, but they're flexing in a, in, a, in a more stretched out position because your ribs are getting further away from your pelvis. You'll get to parallel, and then you'll slowly, very, very slowly curl your way back up by bringing your ribs closer to your pelvis and slowly curling your spine. If you do this properly, you do it slow and controlled, I am willing to bet that 5 to 10 is going to be extremely challenging for you. Extremely. Now, what do I mean by slow? I mean, three to five seconds on the way down, three to five seconds on the way up. It's the way it should be. There sh you shouldn't rush anything, especially when it comes to your ab movements. Other exercises that you can do, applying the same principles, tailbone tucked in, slowly bringing your ribs closer to your pelvis by curling your spine. Kneeling cable crunch is a great one. Uh, one of my favorites is a decline leg raise. Okay, now this is one where a lot of people make a mistake as well. They just lift their legs. And so their abs are stabilizing but their legs, their hip flexors are the ones bringing their legs in. When you're doing a decline leg raise, your back should always be flat against the bench and you're focused on curling, tucking your tailbone in and curling your pelvis up and in towards your chest. That's what's going to bring those abs to do the work instead of all your hip flexors. So you're not moving from your feet, you're moving from your pelvis and that's causing your legs to move. Same thing would apply with a hanging leg raise. That's one of the more challenging ones. Most people probably need to keep their knees bent for that one and their hips bent as well. That way they have less weight, but your same thing. You're trying to curl the tailbone up and in by flexing those abs. Um, another one is a reverse crunch. Okay, so imagine a leg raise, but you're on a bench. You're not using your legs or hip flexors. You're using your abs. Tailbone's tucked in. You're doing the opposite of the crunch. You're bringing your, your tailbone off the ground. 
then the next vertebrae, then the next vertebrae, then the next vertebrae, the next vertebrae, until you're curled up and then you slowly apply each vertebrae back onto the bench. One, two, three, next vertebrae, next vertebrae, next vertebrae. This will light your abs up. Sure, you're going to feel the burn and that's fine, but you're also applying much more resistance to those muscles, which will allow them to grow and change. Okay. Now, obviously having a lower body fat percentage is a part of this as well. If you have thick ab walls and well-developed ab muscles, but you've got some body fat on top of there, ain't going to matter. Okay. So you need to be lean as well. I hope this uh, helped in some way. I hope you got something out of it. If you enjoyed this episode and you know someone that needs to, to hear this, send them here and share it there, share this episode with them. Otherwise, spread the love, share this episode with your friends and family or this show with your friends and family um, and let them know that this is where they can go to get all of their health, fitness and nutrition questions answered. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is The podcast.